and welcome back to everybody to Dice and Consequences. I am your humble master of ceremonies, Jake Eady, and of course, joining me at the table today, at least virtually, we've got uh, Savannah Baldwin. Savvy, say hi. Hello. We have uh, Kirsty Hamilton on the uh, other end. Kirsty, how you doing? Pretty good. How about you? Doing great. And then, of course, Eric, her husband, Eric Hamilton. How's it doing, dude? Pretty good. And then, of course, we have our humble dungeon master for this session, the great Austin Woodyard. Captain Mav, how you doing, buddy? Oh, excellent. Fancy. All right. Good, 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 good. All right, so we're trying something a little bit different today, and we're, we're using the Craig chat bot uh, here. And uh, like uh, everything seems to be on Spotify nowadays or wherever you are listening to this now, we're a D&D podcast, so this is going to be so very much fun so uh, we're recording this over our discord and hopefully this all goes well so uh before we uh get started uh we're just gonna go ahead and um check in with our dm today so hey austin how you doing well, like i said excellent excellent ready to get this jamming all right fantastic so um for those of you who are listening again this is uh our side series we have our main uh campaign which of course i'm uh, DMing, which we will uh, do our next episode with there. Uh, and then uh, this one, um, we've never played this one before, so why don't you go ahead and give us a little rundown. Uh, what are we playing, Dungeon Master? So we're going to be playing uh, Curse of Strahd, uh, which is a module made by Wizards of the Coast for D&D 5th Edition. Uh, legendary module, and uh, I put in a lot of different work, added a bunch of different stuff. Uh, I'd like to add special thanks for Mandy Mod from Reddit as well. Good lad. Fantastic. Lad that's good. That's good. Um, so uh, we also want to, of course, let everybody know that this is, of course, an unofficial uh, podcast and uh, we are not in any way, shape or form uh, associated with Wizard of the Coast. But we do thank them humbly for the fantastic game that they've built. And uh, we have so much fun playing. So anyway, we're on roll 20. So I'm going to go ahead and hand over the reins to our wonderful DM and he will hopefully guide us to victory. What's going on, buddy? So everyone has come together and is on this quest for the icon of innocence. You have all been tipped off that a man by the name of Aragal knows the way to the fantastical land known as Barovia, uh, and you're searching for him. Uh, you've gone eastwards a long ways, and you know that he's currently in a village traveling alone for a while, it seems. You've rented out a wagon, or a carriage, I should say, from a sort of shady looking individual. And now the carriage bumps and rattles, the small lantern inside shaking madly as the lightning and thunder outside booms and the wheels rattle against the cobblestones. And I would like to get a description of the four individuals inside this carriage. Okay, so Frida Leafhill is a halfling paladin. She has red wavy hair and full scale mail. She's probably, right now, just polishing up her shield. Okay, so Yurland is a tall human, dressed in traveler's clothes, chainmail, carries a mace, and proudly wears a cross around her neck to symbolize her devotion to the church. Uh, Yelbert is a young 19-year-old halfling, uh, small, kind of scrawny. Uh, he's kind of got shifty eyes right now, kind of looking around the caravan and everyone. Um, more of just kind of out of instinct of fear. It looks, it looks, it looks kind of uh, timid and kind of a little flinchy. Just kind of keeping eyes on everybody. 
So, Vincent is a um, is a humble member of the church. I am f- uh, from a noble family uh, somewhere in uh, broadly Bavaria, around that area. Um, I was given to the church as a young boy. I have not taken my vows, however, because uh, I could still be of some political use to my family. But, of course, the church has seen fit to use me in whatever humble ways that they have uh, saw fit. Uh, Vincent is a tall uh, man in his early 20s. Uh, he wears um, things dis- a little dissimilar to uh, a man of the cloth. He does wear similar robes, but as he is not a full monk or father or anything like that, he is uh, unpermitted to wear uh, certain things. But uh, that is who uh, Vincent is. The party all uh, looks at each other as the the wagon seems to be careening crazily. The windows shut and locked against the whipping winds outside. Uh, rain pouring down on top. You swear you can hear laughing from outside, mad cackling, as the carriage drives on. Suddenly, you can hear the axle crack underneath you, and the, uh, the sounds of two horses running away from the carriage as your carriage uh, careens to a crashing stop. Oh, by the gods, what now? Go there. Um, I, I'm going to go towards the door to try to open it. But you step outside into the uh, the rain uh, pelting you, and it's just completely black out. You can sort of see the outlines of trees around you, and of course the wagon behind you. Good lady Frida, and I uh, pass her my torch and say, "Take this, light the way." All right. So I light up the. T- Start to look around. Um, is there anything that I see? Yeah. Uh, you can see that the wagon has somehow broken an axle, and you see as you look around that you're nowhere near the road that you used to be on. Oh, like, we we didn't, like, careen down a hill or anything? It's, like, completely gone? That's right. Oh, well, great. Um, and can I see what could have broke the axle? Yes, you go ahead and take a look and see that uh, a very large rock that the driver attempted to run uh, run over has snapped the axle completely. And the horses must have ran off in the madness. Where, where's the driver? I would like to have a word with the pilot. I step out, and um, I re- I'm realizing, too, that I am from Varia, yet I have a very thick English accent. Um, right. So I'm going to step out and look around to see if the driver is. Obviously, he should be on top of the uh, coach, but I would assume he's not. That is correct. Okay. You take a step out to take a look around, and you don't see him uh, atop the wagon at all. It looks like I can see something on the outer periphery of the torch. Yeah. In the sort of the glimmer of the torchlight, you can see a body laying on the ground. Your driver, you see. Uh, his neck snapped from most like the impact of the ground and the tree that he lays against. Okay. Um, I I walk over to him and I I can clearly see that he's dead. Right? That is correct. Okay. Um, I grab my holy symbol and I make the the sign of the cross and go in nomine patris and I give him basically the as last right as last rites as I can. I mean he's dead so it's you know but I can try to save his soul. So that's what I do. You let the, the man uh, have his last right so his soul can safely drift to heaven. Uh, sh- should I be able to move my character right now? 
Yes. Yeah. Um, can I? Um, I wanted to take. I want to take a look at. Let's see if I have. Um... Can you not move your your token? No, I cannot. Oh, do you have the the ruler on? I think you might have the ruler. I can on. move my token. There we go. There it is. Got it. Got Got love it. For first run through, a little little shake down there. Um, there I'm going to. Uh, can I make a? I mean. Mm. I, clear, I can clearly see his neck is broken. Does it look like there's anything? Do I have any idea what caused it, or is it just like? Did he, does it look like he hit a tree? Does it look like it has been like his head's been wrenched off? What what happened? Uh, looks like he catapulted off the front of the wagon, uh, and broke his neck. Well, we simply can't stay here, and it doesn't seem like we have any horses. They have seem to have run off somewhere. Um. Any suggestions? Um, I'm thinking I should use my cartographer's tools to kind of figure out what direction we are, kind of how far we off are off from the path. Sure. So I'm just wondering what type of role I might make in order to figure that out. I would think you'd make an intelligence check, but add your proficiency bonus to it as you're proficient with the cartographer's tools. You should be able to click on the tool just like that. Ah. <laughs> just need one. Uh, but yeah, 14. Oh, sorry. Uh, you go ahead and uh, pull out your compass first. And realize that uh, the eastern road that you're traveling al along is a might be a little ways off, uh, as you must have careened off a good ways to the uh, southeast. Journeying back to the path might be the best option. And uh, with this, you could safely assume that you could find it again. Well, shall we head, uh, head back to the path? I, I go back and forth between the cart and the driver and looking for his personal belongings, like stashed in kind of uh, beneath the wood. Uh, when you uh, look upon the driver, you can see that he has a hand crossbow uh, attached to his belt, along with his coin purse next to it. I take both and say, maybe we can find uh, uh, his family and return these later. I'll hold on to them for now. But yeah, you find uh, eight silvers on him, along with his hand crossbow and five bolts. I do not. I do not think the the family would begrudge us a crossbow, but certainly they will be in need of his last wages. Uh, I have a crossbow. If anyone needs an extra, it's always good to have a backup. My good lady Yerlin, you have ma you have plotted our course, correct? Uh, yes. Well, I suppose uh, you should lead us out of here. There is not much more we can do for this poor man. Uh, I'm going to take him and put him in the coach. Button it up and take all of our stuff and let's get going. All right. All right. Okay, and you said I have we have to go east? Uh, northwest. Northwest, sorry. You okay. went southeast, so you want to go back. Got it, got it, got it. And then how many tiles can I move? I'm just going to have everyone do one at a time here. In combat, uh, you would just move up to your speed. But in this... Uh, since we're not really in combat, I'd have it more free range. In a strike of thunder, uh, you can see the ruts that your uh, wagon had taken uh, coming from the direction that you chose to take, uh, along with three pairs of red eyes. Uh, can I initiate, like, a divine sense? Sure. You don't sense anything with the divine sense. Nothing at all? No. Okay. I doubt these creatures had much to do with our careening off the land. However, I do believe that they have something to do with our horses being spooked. 
do they uh do they look i guess are, are they close to the ground do they look like they're bestial uh from the glimpse that you saw from the lightning they were close to the ground okay very well um keep together and let's not get separated shall we all right so uh keep following the the tracks and and uh, or your sense if you don't see me assume i'm still following as you approach the uh, uh, the three pairs of eyes that you saw, uh, three wolves uh, growl in a low growl as you approach their spot. Um, okay, I am going to... I have mage armor, so I think I'm going to cast that. And with that, since we had someone cast this failure, I think we will roll an initiative, huh? Yeah. All right. First, yeah, I'm a, I, I want. I want to. I need to give myself some more armor here if we're gonna do something. Oh, one sec. Yeah. Uh, can I? Can I roll a stealth check? I'm trying to like stay in this bush. I was gonna say like yeah. while he's doing since, that, I'm gonna try to. Since, you, since you, I imagine you're kind of sneaking along anyway. Yeah. Kind of... I'm trying to stay from bush to bush right here. So that was a. A 17 to. Hiding down the brush. So we're gonna start off with Yerlin. Yerlin's gonna lead us. Okay, so how far can so I can see the wolves? How far away am I from them? Uh, so you are five, ten, fifteen from the first one. Okay, so I could rush up and attack if I so desired. Yes. Let's do it. All right. All right, let's go. Uh, which wolf are you attacking there? So I moved my token in front of the one that I wanted to attack. Okay. I would like to use my mace. A 17's a hit. Awesome. Seriously? For two bludgeoning. Uh, you, uh, the wolf kind of dances away from the strike. Uh, but you still hit it in the hind leg. Alright, that'll end my dirt. Alright. Uh, this wolf, uh, this one is up next. Uh, it's going to go to Yurlin and attack with advantage with pack tactics. How's a 11? Does not hit. That does not hit. Uh, Yerlin is able to kind of push off the wolf here, and we'll move on to Frida. Okay, I'm going to come up to um, the opposite side of the wolf. To get a flank? Yeah. Okay. That's within my movement. Um, so that way, Yerlin and Frida are flanking the wolf, and then I'm going to hit it um, with my sword. Let's All right. see. Uh, one-handed because I'm holding a shield. Um, and so that will be with advantage, right? That's correct. Okay. A 16 is a hit. It's a hit. Okay. And then we're going to hit damage to nine slashing. A mighty blow, too. The wolf becomes bloodied as you uh, give it a good cut across its back. Alright. And I, I wanted to yell at it, that's what you get for sneaking up on the side of, of someone. <laughs> Very nice. It'll go to Gilbert. Uh, I take a shot at that same uh, crossbow, or that same uh, wolf with the crossbow. All right. A 19's a hit, too. There we are, six piercing. How does the wolf die? Uh, I shoot it through its uh, kind of like the right shoulder, uh, close to the heart, and it just kind of takes it down um, with just a strong bolt. All right. Anything else you'd like to do? No, I'm still just chilling here. Um, did, the, did the other... Uh, wolf's kind of get alerted to that presence, or? Yeah, I kind of know you're you're here now. Yeah, okay. You could use you could could you use a bonus bonus action to hide? 
I think it's a full action to hide. Full, full action. I think you get a cunning action later that allows it to be Correct. Yeah, not oh, for level okay. two can I do that. That's right, that's right, that's right. Okay. Alright, this wolf is going to make an attack at advantage using pack tactics. Uh, Yerlin. Nope. Nope. And then nope. it'll be right. Vincent's turn. Vincent. Uh, okay, so I am going to... Uh, I'm going to raise my arms in the in the air and I'm going to cast a uh, witch bolt. Uh, sorry, no, fire bolt at fire bolt. Um, uh, one of the... This one, the, the center, the center uh, wolf. Okay, a 14's a hit. Okay. Uh, four. Four fire. The wolf does not seem very happy to be on fire. Very good. Um, does it ca- does it catch fire? It doesn't catch fire. However, uh, it does not enjoy fire. Very good. <laughs> oh, I mean, we're, we're also we're in the rain, too, so I'm not surprised. That's right. Very good. Okay. Uh, this wolf is going to make an attack of advantage on Yurlin using pack tactics. How's a 19? That does hit. Uh, you'll take nine piercing. Well, I uh, guess I'm down. We brought low. Uh, the wolf pulls Yearlin to the ground, finally able to uh, open her up, and pulls her down, driving her unconscious as a bite at her. And could Yearlin make a death save? <sighs> well, this is quick. <laughs> hey, we need to get get that critical in quick. A five. That's, that's five. one failure. Uh, this wolf is dead, so we're taking off the turn timer. It'll go to Frida. So I want to let me know if I can do this all in one turn. I wanted to come on over here and um, kind of drag Yerlin behind me and then do a, a lay hand. Uh, you wouldn't be able to drag her behind you. Uh, well, I mean, you could, but it would take a opportunity attack from the dogs. On on me or her? On Yerlin. On Yerlin? Okay. <laughs> I won't drag her behind me. Um... Could I kind of be like on top of her to try yes. and block any? Okay, so I'm gonna do that, and I'm going to uh, do a lay on hands as well. Um, and I only have five to use for that, so I'm gonna use four and save one just in case someone else goes down. Okay, so, so that... your limb will heal for four. Yeah, and yeah, she'll come back up. Here we go. That's a quick one. And... Like I said before, lay hands using action, but. On my table, it's a bonus action, so you still have an action. Ooh, okay. Then I'm going to attack this one um, that's being a big jerk. The the one that was in the center, but now that's there's right. no left. So um, I'm going to hit it with my longsword. Uh, a 15 is a hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear. Um, and then, so 10 slashing. How does it die? All right, good. Um, it dies by my metal as the as the sword comes down through it through its skull. Well, actually, no, I'm shorter, so probably through its abdomen. There you go. Yeah, you stab it right up through the abdomen as it uh, bleeds out of here, and it'll be Yelvert's turn. Taking a shot. A nine is a miss. Yep. Unfortunately, but then it'll be Vincent's turn. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna move up a little closer, and I'm going to. Uh, cast uh, Firebolt as well. Sure. How's an 11? That is a miss. Okay. Uh, this wolf is going to flee to fight a, fight another day. And is going to take a disengage action. And run up to its speed away. Mm. It will be Yearlin's turn. Uh, we can either end combat here, or you can chase down the wolf. How about we end here? You know, I'm not feeling amazing right now. 
Not not too great, huh? <laughs> There's no need to chase after the creature. I believe it's learned its lesson. We'll go ahead and end combat. Alrighty. Well, we survived. <laughs> I was not sure about that one, let me tell you. I approach um, Yerlin and I go, God admires your bravery, woman, but must you run so far ahead into danger? You see where it gets you. The Lord did not allow me to die. <sighs> If it weren't for our friend Frida here, you may well be meeting the Almighty. Just But the be, Lord put her here. Just be more careful. And Vincent is going to uh, continue to walk down okay. the trail. After you guys walk down the trail of it, you'll go ahead and uh, find the cobblestone road that you were traveling on originally. So we were heading west, correct? Or, or east? You recall you were traveling easterly. Yeah. <laughs> We were just now going west. <laughs> okay, see, that's that's what I thought. Okay. Okay. So, I suppose we should continue easterly then. Uh, we're going to go ahead and make a travel rule. Uh, I have random encounters every time we do travel. I don't have a travel map for this section right here. However, we're going to have whoever's leading the party roll a d20 for me. And why don't you go ahead and explain for those listening what uh, your uh, encounters are, uh, so, what, what the rules are. Uh, for encounters... Some areas are more dangerous than others. Uh, on In this area, we're going to have you, whoever's leading the party, that is, roll a d20. Uh, a, they roll a 17 or above. I have a random encounter happen. I have a lot of tables for random encounters. They're lovely. Of course. Love okay. to meet them. There we go. So we just we just wanted to make sure that everyone's still in on the loop uh, as we go, because we all know this because we've all done this before, but those listening. Uh, anyway, uh, go ahead. Uh, let's see. Since... Since Yerlin has, um, has I guess, the map or the lay of the land, uh, I, I would say she should probably lead. All right. Already. Okay. And does anyone have any protection from the rain? Um, I do. I have, I mean, I have a hood on my cloak and things. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't have I mean... anything specific. <laughs> but yeah, uh, everyone... Uh, who doesn't have any protection could go ahead and make me a constitution save as you guys are going to be thoroughly soaked by the downpour. Wow. Alright, so that's a nat 20 on my constitution save. 13 and a 9. Sure. Uh, so, uh, with that, uh, Yearlin's going to go ahead and take 4 stress and Yelbert will take 8 stress. And would you be able to explain stress for me real quick? Of course. Uh, so stress happens whenever party has to undergo something uh, really just terrible, like getting soaked by rain, getting too cold, stuff like that. Along with seeing things of terror and being frightened by uh, the forces of darkness and the unknown. Now, is that something specific to Strahd, or is that... Uh, I do that for all my campaigns. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so how would I note that? So, on your core page, on the right-hand side... Uh, once you hit 25, uh, 30, and 35 stress, you gain afflictions. Uh, your uh, character starts to break down mentally. And upon hitting 40, you gain a permanent madness that you have the rest of your character's life. That is awesome. Okay, so I got four, correct? That's right. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for the stress. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess we we have we have to kind of figure out like what kind of stress this is, and like, do you have to? I wonder if you have any kind of like coping mechanisms for it. I'm guessing my socks are wet. 
The, okay, so that that is the most stressful thing for you is is your socks being wet. I mean, yes. Your feet are cold. It's just all squishy in there. Ugh. You know, honestly, the way I see it is, if you were to like get soaked after a certain point, like I don't know if it would really even matter. Like you're just you're you're so you're so wet and so bogged down with water, it all just kind of evens out. Yeah, it's it's for me. It's like it's not just the soak. I'm a three foot tall like halfling. I'm just like dredging <laughs> through this this river that you guys think is a puddle. You know, as we're traveling along. So you're so you're 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 basically trying not to drown is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting okay. there and like like just it's, it's a waist deep, you know. And you guys are just being like, "Whoa, I stepped in a puddle." You know, I didn't bring my water wings. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. also a halfling. I feel like she's maybe like walking on the higher side of the road or something. Yeah. Avoiding. Yeah, I'm trying to be sneaky, but it's like hurting me. Yeah. <laughs> As you guys are walking down the uh, uh, the watery roads, uh, you can see uh, a sort of figure holding a candle off the side of the road. They have a small hovel that they're currently hiding in. A uh, a character in a brown robe, uh, and he uh, he lets out a a low voice and says, "Ah, travelers on the." It'd be very rude to not provide you shelter in this awful time. Will you not come and join me for a while? That sounds like a fantastic idea. It's been pretty rainy out here. How are you guys feeling? Works for me. I suppose. Um. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say, Frida wouldn't roll insight. She would just be like, "Yep, cool." Yeah, uh, she's just kind of a bit trusting. He has a small hovel here uh, that everyone could tightly pack in together. Uh, the figure themselves uh, is uh, a very wide, stout-looking figure by the looks. Uh, underneath its hood, you can see one unusually large yellow eye. Okay, um, and does it, um, and it's just the one eye? It's not, there's nothing else? Oh. Uh, you try to take a, a look underneath its hood to examine it further, uh, but it kind of shirks its face away and says, I am sorry for my appearance. I know I am a hideous being. Oh, just wanted to uh, see the face of the person who is giving us so much hospitality. Uh, he'll turn, turn towards you then. Uh, and you can see that he does have two eyes. The other one is just unusually small, uh, a counter to his unusually large one. Uh, and you can see that uh, most of him is badly misshapen. I am Antony, a doctor of sorts. Oh, what? I do not know any of the magical healing arts, so a simple physician is all. I am going to the City of Wonders right now to see about healing this magical plague that ravages our lands. The uh, scholars you... there should know more. I imagine you go on the same road, yes. I think so. We can head with you, Dr. Tony. That sounds like a great idea. You know, having you know more people together, that would be perfect. Extra protection. Well, 
I would not be of much aid to you in a fight. But I can patch you up afterwards. Speaking of which, um, you've already done so much for us, but I am... We were attacked in the forest by some wolves, and I'm not really feeling the best. I see. I could smell the blood. Come here. And he'll heal you for nine. Yes. Thank you very much, sir. And, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, can camp here until the rain stops, allowing you to have a much more expeditious journey. But, uh, you guys go ahead and spend the night in Antony's little shack here. Uh, does anyone light a fire or anything? Uh, yes. I will go ahead and, um, so in, in this hovel, is there a fireplace in there? No. Yeah, it looks like Antony just set this up. Okay. Uh, yes. So I will go ahead and set up, uh, a small fire, um, and I will use, uh, my create fire and just drop it down. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead and get a... A small campfire going to allow the night's rest to uh, pass by much but uh, much more comfortably, yeah. I should say. And I, I call it, I, I look over to Anthony and go, so, uh, what brings you this way, healer? As I said before, this talk to the scholars in the city of the world's desire to help uh, stop the plague ravaging our lands. Ah, so it's a purely altruistic means. I have no one from ice. But you do have the work of the Lord. You could say that, I suppose. Well, it is the duty of every God-fearing man to do their part, and I certainly hope that you are not merely using this as an opportunity. I would never. Of course. Well, I guess the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away with your unfortunate visage. He must have blessed you with the healing hands. You are, you would do well to use it in his name. And I am pleased to have it, of course. Very well. And I just... Anthony. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear. Oh, where have you come from, Anthony? I've come far from the west from France myself. It's been a long journey. I cannot move very quickly, you see. My, how long have you been traveling? I've seen all over Europe for a time. About ten years it's been on the road. Though I've only chosen this path recently. Uh, is that when you heard about the disease? Yes. And seen it ravage the land. So you've seen it firsthand. And I'm happy I had not taken it myself. Though I imagine my time with such plagued victims has made me much stronger against it. So you have some sort of immunity? I always have. Well, that's a bit of odd, seeing as it seems to strike both the high and the lowborn. What makes you so lucky? I am no monster, is that what you're saying? I have heard such insults before. Well, I would never claim such things, but certainly there are some dealings that we cannot understand. And me neither. <laughs> Very well. I shall leave you be for now. But yeah, uh, the party can go get a long rest in. And since we're in a comfortable, uh, sort of safe environment, everyone can go ahead and heal up, gain their spell slots, and reduce their stress to zero. Oh, okay, cool. I was going to ask that. Thank you. Uh, stress can be reduced by healing spells. Uh, just healing spells, not healing items. Uh, a healing spell can 
cure stress by half the amount it would usually heal. Uh, so if you roll a a eight with a healing word, it could heal for four. So it's relieve stress, but you can go ahead and uh, logically assume those. <laughs> alcohol, <laughs> copious amounts of alcohol. Carousing, you mean? Carousing, yes. Yeah, carousing. Oh, I would never carouse. Make merry, maybe, but never carouse. <laughs> yeah. In the morning, the rain has let up a tremendous amount, and the sun is able to peek through the clouds. Uh, Antony is picking up the uh, few items that he has, along with uh, sort of taking apart the hovel he constructed. Um, I asked him, I was like, do you need help, good man? If you would, I would like to take up these building materials with me, in, if we need another place to rest later. Very well. And I go ahead and... Um just uh i help him di disassemble the 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 way sure it's a good idea many he's hands to, make, like the load he's able to uh uh take up the construction materials uh he's a lot stronger than the uh shriveled hunchback would seem to be uh but he uh takes everything up upon his back very good um quite a strong back for one so small a blessing from the road. I would assume that you would, after traveling as you have. But shall we be onwards? Indeed. So let's let's keep going. Okay. Alrighty. So Yerlin, you rolled a, a three? Yes. Yep. Uh, every roll is an hour's travel. And uh, so we'll just have a keep rolling. Uh, you can assume that the uh, the village itself is about four hours away. So she rolled an eight and an eleven too. Yep. Uh, no random encounters yet. SP is seventeen or above. Uh, last one is a twenty. All right. As you guys are, are walking down the we're road, coming up to. <laughs> uh, you can see the village uh, a good ways off, just a bit farther. Uh, but three men uh, sort of rest on a tilted-over wagon. It's uh, it's goods kind of pushed out on the road. Uh, Mostly uh, fresh fruit in a harvest, uh, most likely from the village itself. These three men uh, kind of cackle with each other. Uh, they seem to be armed pretty well with knives and crossbows. Um, <clears throat> I step forward and call to them and go, Yay! Yay, wayfarers! Certainly you have not sacked this lowly, tra this lowly train. Uh, one of them, uh, kind of biting into an apple, gives you a smile, and he says, And who's this? The constabulary coming in. The messenger of God. And I'm going to go ahead and launch a witch bolt. Okay. All right. Sam, just good. going for it. Don't even... Don't, don't, e don't even question it. All right. How's a 14? I'm I'm not I'm not taking any chances with with no brigands. I am I am the I am the messenger of God. Oh, uh, that is a hit by the way. And if I remember correctly, Witch Bolt is also a, a concentration which does keep going uh, freely. Hang on a second. I have to. I, it's the first time I've played a spellcaster, so this is this is interesting for me. Uh, so crackling blue. Oh, energy. I should be helping. Da, 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 da. 1d12 lightning damage 
on uh, on each of your turns for the duration. So as long as I... As long as you don't lose concentration. As long as I don't lose concentration. Right. And uh, which bandit were you hitting with the witch bolt? Uh, the one who mouthed off to me. Sure. Uh, this one right here in the center. Go ahead and give yeah. me the damage. Okay, give me one second here. Cool. Uh, casting at... I believe that's first level. Yes. Um, What's that at the end of the map, have, guys? Uh, we have five. Okay. I that's think that's a carryover from the last map. No, that's Anthony. Yeah, this is Antony here. Yeah. So Antony doesn't uh, uh, do anything in combat. He doesn't participate. But so uh, again, I say nonetheless. I say I'm the messenger of God. Crack. Yeah. Uh, and with that, uh, he you hit him in the the, the face with the uh, the electric bolt, and he, he topples over backwards, letting out a yelp. Uh, and then it'll be Yearlin's turn. Okay. Let's see here. I would like to use. Oh, uh, which one did did you attack, Jake? Uh, the one in the center. This one. I'll mark it with a red mark because it's damaged. Thank you. He's got damage. That's a lot of damage. Okay. <laughs> I would like to attack the same with a yeah. sacred flame. A deck save. DC 12. He fails. It's a 5. So take right. 5 radiant. He looks very hurt. Very, very hurt. Very hurt. All shall be judged before the end by the eyes of God. It'll be free to start. Okay, let's see. How far away am I from them? Well, it looks like I can get right there. So so next to um, a different bandit. Okay. Um, so I'm going to... You can to... move yourself over. I'm sorry? I said yeah. You can move your... yeah. Right there. So I'm going to run over there and uh, whack him with my sword. Alright. A seven's a myth. Uh, he, <laughs> he barely uh, gets his uh, his scimitar pulled out before uh, you get over, but he's able to uh, sort of parry the blow. Alright, good shot. Yelvert's turn. I move behind Yearlin and fire a... Uh... Are you using me as a shield? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Range. So yeah, it'll be with disadvantage, uh, right? Uh, Forty-five yards. What's the What's the range of a crossbow? Thirty. Uh, it's a hand crossbow. It's thirty-one twenty. Unfortunately. Mm, okay. Yeah. So go ahead and make the attack. A nine is a miss. Hmm. He kind of ducks down as a another another projectile flies at him. <laughs> He's learned his lesson. He's having right. a bad day. <laughs> the uh, Vincent's turn. Uh, I'm going to... Oh, so first off, my Witch Bolt will crack off him again, and it'll do another five. Okay. Uh, to the uh, same guy. How does he die? Um, uh, well, I'm not standing over him, so I can't do what I wanted to do. But um, in pain and convulsions as the electricity courses through his brain, and I hope he finds salvation. And uh, then I'm going to uh, crack a Fire Bolt at uh, this guy right here. Okay. The one to the, I guess, left of him. All right. And how is a 10? 10 is a miss. 10 is a miss? Okay. Crack off and miss him. Sure. Uh, this other one says, Damn fool. I didn't do nothing to this cart. <laughs> As he uh, attacks you with the scimitar. As a six. Against uh, As... Frida. Yeah, that misses. You shall be bathed in hellfire. This bandit is going to make a dash action 
to flee off the map. <laughs> 60 feet away. It's gone. And this one is dead. And it'll be your Lynn's turn. Okay, well, I can't... I'll do the Sacred Flame again on the person that's still left. Okay. So, uh, three damage if he... Oh, he... never mind. He's able to uh, escape it. <laughs> Jumping over the flame. Um, I still have my movement. Uh, so I would like to move, uh, about 30 feet. I think that'd be right. There you go. Now we free to turn. Okay, and I'd like to end my turn. Alright, so, um, we've been calling these guys bandits, and then he said that he didn't steal anything from the cart? Yeah. Um... That's exactly what a bandit would say. <laughs> yeah, one guy was literally eating an apple. <laughs> You'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> As I attack again with my longsword. There's a, a 12. 12's a miss. Uh, oh, no, a 12 is a hit, sorry. Oh, okay. And that will be 12 damage. Oh, no, sorry. That's because on the other yeah. side. So, 6 damage. I didn't want to die. <laughs> and he says this <laughs> It'll be uh, Yelbert's turn. Make a move there. That should be within range. Yeah. A 10 is a miss. Sorry about that. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, there we go. Been some yeah. Rivet riveting combat at level one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, let's let's firebolt this guy. Okay. 16. A 16 is a hit. With a four. Yeah, uh, it looks like he's barely holding on to uh, his mortal coil. Okay, uh, can I? Uh, um, hang on, I gotta, I gotta see if my if my movement will allow me to do that. Ah, uh, he's just out of range. Well, I mean, I guess he's thirty-five. Uh, I was going to take out my carpenter's tools and <laughs> oh, God. and and uh, do something, but uh, I don't know if that'll I don't know if that'll work. Would you allow me to do that, you or would be, that you be? You need an action to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, no problem. Uh, on his turn, he'll throw down his weapon and just kneel on the ground and hold his hands up and say, Mercy, please. <laughs> It'll go to Yearlin's turn. So so he is like, he he gave up, right? He's given up. Okay. Um, I'll hold my action for now. Okay. Um, then I'm going to say, Everyone hold! And I go over to him um, and secure his weapon. And um, I would just kind of like to put a little stop to combat if okay. everyone does that, so we can question him. I didn't do nothing to the cart. <laughs> and then in the meantime, the one that's dead, I would like to use spare the dying on him. He is dead. <laughs> oh, he dead dead. Well, He's I mean, dead. <laughs> I mean, if if he has zero HP, I can stabilize him. Uh, I I go over to check to make sure he's dead and reach into his pockets. Sure, gold. Uh, are you fine? I I I shout to Yelbert as he does this. I go, do not defile the dead. They may be heathens, but their souls still can be saved. There's three gold coins in him. <laughs> Along with the scimitar. Three gold coins, nice. <laughs> I, I don't take the weapon. I just take the three gold coins. And I step, uh, I step forward and go, my lady, if you would, I would wish to have a private word with this brigand. Uh, no, I believe it is our duty to hear him out. What is your name? The name's Carl. <laughs> I'm not from the t the town here. I'm from the next one over. 
What happened to this cart, Carl? Oh, it wasn't us. But we, uh, we're just picking from the fruits here. So, you came up... You came... I, I, I stop him and go, So you came upon a overturned wagon and you thought you could just help yourselves to the contents. I say, and, and I, I shake him and I was like, so you're nothing more than a common thief. And I, gra- and I grab him and like shake him by the, by the collar. Yeah, he, he kind of flinches as you, as you shake him a bit, but he doesn't resist or anything. He says, please, I don't want to die. It was that big shot that pushed the cart over. Messed up all the Who? peasants. Don't know his name. Handsome man. Big calico clothes. Very colorful looking. I'm. I. I don't think I need to intimidate this guy because he is, you know. Yeah. Very well. Very well. Thing. Okay. So, uh, I throw him. So I throw him down. Uh, I'm gonna do an inside check on him real quick. I just want to make sure he's on the up and up. Okay, I was an eleven. Uh. I mean, you don't think he'll return to his life of crime, but you're not too sure. Yeah. Very good. Okay. I. Uh. I hold. I was gonna hold my my pendant out to him and go. Do you see what this? This is yes sir the cross oh we ha- oh shoot i can't i can't show that to them yet no. never mind <laughs> never mind that's that's this is a very that's that's something else okay right uh so i i just i uh i uh, a little flustered i i grab him and say so you saw this man i how long ago it was just an hour an since how did he go he went into the village itself Mess around with the peasants some more, methinks. Very good. And you and your three friends just happened upon this cart. Who was the loud man? Who we was the, the loud tavern, man? but we saw upon the cart. Well, I hope that his fate will put you on the straight and narrow. However, you are coming with us. <laughs> I shake him, I guess. Don't you even think of running. You're going to help us identify the person who spilt the cart. And we, will, and we are taking you to be judged. Unfortunately, your friend will be judged by the Almighty. You know, but you may still be saved. He nods miserably, but he'll, he'll get up to his feet. Uh, can I uh, look at the cart? Is it, like, how badly damaged is it? Uh, it just looks like the cart was kind of, like, uh, pushed over with a mighty shove. Uh, the cart itself isn't damaged, but all the fruits and, and uh, other foods have just been kind of spilled out onto the floor. Um, I start like picking up the cart and like putting the fruits in there since we might as well take it to the village anyway. And I go, Anthony, can you help us with your abnormal strength? Yes. And he'll come uh, help everyone kind of put the cart back together. And I'm going to give absolution to uh, to the man dying or the man who's dead. Okay. As he does so, I would like to ask Carl um, where was the merchant whose cart this is? Don't know. The man ran him off. But he's in the village, though. So he just... He ran him off. Um, You didn't see him kill him or anything. He shakes his head. Don't think he would, but he was tormenting them for sure. Are there any animals nearby? Like draft animals? No. No? He was to pull in the cart himself, it was. Oh, okay. So it's not a. It's okay. I I I missed it's like a, it's like a hand cart, basically. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah see, I, I thought I thought it was a huge one. I was like, oh, fuck. How are we gonna carry this thing? <laughs> so I think what we're doing is we're gonna take the cart into town uh, with Carl and try to find the person who tipped it over and also the person um, whose cart it is. Right. Um. Could I investigate the cart? See if there's anything that might say who the owner is. 
it's uh it's not marked or anything a, a very simple looking hand cart basically it has two wheels uh, with two handles for pulling it uh it seems to be in good condition however there isn't okay. anything that says like if uh if found please return this cart too no <laughs> <laughs> i look you, you look in the back and you 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 find a pair of underwear and that's how it is written has like, his out. name on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and try and uh, get all this stuff together and get going. Uh, I'm going to uh, let's patch this man up real quick, Carl up, and he is going to carry the cart into uh, into town. Uh, sure. Uh, good old Anthony can go ahead and do that. Thanks, Anthony. I would like to walk on one side of Carl, keep an eye on him. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'd be flanking him for sure. Yeah, so he was a full runner. Yeah. But yeah, you go ahead and uh, approach the village. It's a very small village itself. Most of the uh, houses uh, are kind of spread out, along with some uh, styes for pigs and such. Uh, but in the village itself, uh, it consists of one small stone church, a uh, very large tavern in the center, uh, along with some like merchant stalls and whatnot. Uh, there's a big gathering outside of the tavern. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, I want to, uh, is, where, where is the church? Is there, is there a church in the area? Yes, uh, the small stone church, uh, sits perched on a, a small hill, uh, just at the entrance to the village itself. It's the first thing you would pass. I grab, I grab Carl and, um, I have him park the cart next to it. You all, go on. I have some business with this man. And uh, we are going to find the Father Superior. And I, I basically grab Carl and shefty him into the uh, uh, church. Uh, yeah, you go to open the church doors, but they are currently locked. The house of God is locked? Oh, uh, we, we continue on to see what the commotion is going on in front of the tavern. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I will, I, will, I will carry on and keep Carl okay. with me. Uh, in front of the tavern itself uh, is a number of poorly dressed peasants, uh, mostly armed with sharpened sticks. What it looks. Uh, a bunch of them are up in arms. Uh, a older looking gentleman, who you must assume is the father of this town, uh, sits or stands in front of the door, trying to calm the peasants down. Okay. Uh, what's what's ha so so they're they're just like general rabble rabble rabble. Yeah. Can we tell what they're. What their um, yeah the, the father have? the father lets out another shout and says we mustn't mess with this man he's very dangerous I imagine he could slaughter a lot of us this one a witch he is and uh, I'm going to try to shift my way through the or pass my way through the crowd and uh, make my way to the preacher okay there you go oh father and I I go ahead and flash him my my symbol and uh, walk up to him and say what seems to be the issue father ah foreigners though they be friends of the church perhaps you can help me calm my flock down there's a rabble rouser inside who's been torturing the folks around but he's one of those Vistani fellows a traveling gypsy of sorts oh, a wicked witch he is we mustn't mess with him. Is he a large man? A good size, yes. 
and I shake Carl and say, is this the man? And I, I, I uh, ask Carl to re- repeat, repeat it to the father. Yeah, uh, he goes ahead and describes the uh, uh, the handsome man with long brown hair, uh, Colby dressed with a uh, a prim mustache and beard. And the father says, "That's the one." But I don't imagine any number of men could fight a beast as this. Mayhaps we shall just speak to him then. Yes, but let's say violence as a last resort. This man, and I, I go to the father, this man was, and his cohorts were found picking a cart this man had, this man had overturned on the way to town. I have dealt with two of them, but this man requires, and I toss him at the father's feet, your judgment. Yeah, the peasants seem pretty eager to uh, get at this one. Uh, but the, the father says, this is just that young boy, Carl, from the village next over. Yes, he and his mates, and I'm sure he will give the names. Were uh, we're picking this? We're picking this part, this cart clean. I would never go for a uh, champion a punishment of death, but certainly some service to the church would do this boy some good. I'll make sure he serves it. Set him out right. And I see you brought right. the cart to of Urel. Uh, I'll let him know, but. I don't know if there's anything we can reward you for bringing it here, or helping us this way. God's will and majesty is my only reward. But he, he steps out of the way of the, uh, the tavern door. Uh, you step on into uh, the uh, tavern uh, as a great big uh, common room here. Uh, it's very poorly lit, as if most of the lights are put out, except for one lamp that sits on the bar itself. A frightened-looking uh, tavern keep. Uh, she cleans a, uh, or keeps pouring uh, into a glass of a man, a big, a big man, uh, with several swords and crossbows uh, on his belt. And he seems to be drinking his fill from this terrified woman. And he says, And legend says he still lives there in Barovia. And I'll find him yet. Uh, I sally up to the bar and sit next to him, um, and go, Ho now, traveler, you have seemed to be causing quite a stir in this town. And I place down a couple gold pieces on the, uh, bar and slide them to, uh, slide them to the bar, to the bar, I guess, maid. Sure. Uh, to have her bring more. Uh, she goes ahead and, uh, pours a drink for you. Uh, so, so the same bottle that uh, the man does. Uh, and the man gives you a, a great big grin. He says, finally, some company that isn't the wretched peasants here. The name's Aragal. Well met, Aragal. I am Vincent, and these are my companions. This is, and I point over to uh, Yelbert. Howdy, ho. Uh, this is Yerlin. Good day. And this is Frida. Pleased to meet you. Surely you must have some good tales. No one here does. I have only the tales that God has provided me. Ah, real boring ones, those, huh? We have well, one about boring some. a... Let's see. There was a cart about outside um, with a couple of hooligans riding on top of it. I think I've heard this one before. Um, that was turned over. Do, would you, have you heard that one? So you know how it ends. Look, you don't have the full story here, my dear. 
The man had accosted me. I'm one of the Vistani here, not usually welcome in such places, though I am much mightier than most of my fellows. Uh, would I know what the Vistani is? You do not. I do not? Uh, okay. Uh, so I, it, this is not a religious order of any kind, is it? No. No, okay. So I wouldn't really know anything like that. Okay, um, very well. I, I ask him, what, pray tell, is the Vistani? Ah, we are travelers, my friend. We travel all over the world, much more quickly than anyone else could. Oh, I won't tell you my our secrets about that, but the one thing I'm looking for is tales. I was regaling the, this woman the, of a tale of a certain monster hunter named Van Richten. Have you heard of him? I have not had the pleasure, no. Well, as long as you have a good tale to give me, I may tell you a tale of his. I do not believe my tales should be told to someone... Uh, not of the faith, perhaps, or in the presence of ladies. A real buzzkill, this one. Anyone else? Kind of a sexist, too. <laughs> That's not exactly great. <laughs> when God created women, created women from the rib of Adam, it was not to be ruled over by him or above him, but to walk beside him. I just believe that my tales are unbecoming of Right. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. As right. Very well. Um, well, I suppose we could tell you the tale of how we got here. It may be good. Let's hear it. All right. So we were coming along the road in our rented carriage when we were, um, when we had struck a stone in the path and found that our horses were gone and our driver had perished. And after saying a quick prayer for his soul, we started to wander back and encountered some grave wolves. They, oh, you say. Yes, the terrifying beasts. They um, did give us a little bit of a fight, but on our way through, we, we found our friend here, Antony, and he was able to heal us. And as we traveled on, we came across that cart, and now we are here. A short tale, though it could use some sprucing up. <laughs> but I, I am not one to um, extrapolate. We sent two of the damned creatures to the Maker, and one fled into the pouring rain. I believe you could have said at least that much. I believe you're all uh, the adventuring type, then. What brings you out this far? I go where God wills it, and he wills me to be here for the plague that is sweeping all nations of the world. Yes. I've seen it firsthand, but my people are guarded against such, such a magical thing. So you do believe that it is magic? I know it's magical. My master knows a way to cure it, in fact. And pray tell, who is your master? Why, it's my lord, Strad von Zorovich. Perhaps you have heard of him. Well, I mean, 
we are playing a module called Curse of Strahd, but in <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, roll, I, roll I, I, credits. <laughs> no, he said the thing. He said the name of the said the name of the, the module. <laughs> anyway, uh, back back in in character. Um, would I have heard of of Strahd? You would not. Would not. Okay. Um, I do not believe I've had the pleasure of your master. He's the most powerful wizard he is. One of the finest in the world. And a grand man indeed. Though he cannot leave his lands and therefore cannot cure this plague. However, I imagine you could learn from him. You have the sorceress type about you. Uh, I'm sorry, the what? Oh, you're a, a bit of a sorceress type. I can smell the magic, the metal tinge on your breath. I give, I give him a smile. I go, all gifts, my friend, all gifts. I certainly have no idea what you're speaking of. I only gain my power from the Almighty. So, simply uh, healers by the lot of you then, huh? Well... Perhaps. I don't imagine you're telling me everything, but why would random strangers tell each other everything on the road? Perhaps I can give you some true hospitality. The reason that brings me out this way is to return to my people and to return to my homeland in Barovia. Um, can I get an insight check on this guy? I just want to... What wanna... are you trying to look for? I... So basically, I, I'm trying to find like if he is, I mean, being upfront. I mean, obviously he's not. He's hiding just as much as I'm hiding. But um, if at least his duty was to go back to his people, at least if that is true. Sure. That's a ten. You're not too sure. Get home. How did you get here in the first place? Well, I cannot spoil all the secrets of the Vistani, though I've been on a journey to the Far East. Well, I found some toys. Toys, you say? Toys? Of what caliber? Ah, very fine things they are. Shall I show you them? I'm please, sure please. very much enjoy seeing them. Yes, bring them out, let's see. Uh, he pulls out a, uh, a tiny uh, roll of uh, small red bands, uh, about six of them. He says, these are called firecrackers. Little gunpowder mechanisms. Not dangerous at the slightest, though very loud and bright. So what is their purpose? Why, to put on a show is all. And I imagine the folks outside would love one right now. What kind of show? Well, why don't you join me? I assure you no one will be hurt. I am not a man of violence. You're not a man of violence, and yet you've overturned a cart, raised the rabble in the area, and you seem surprisingly well-armed, as well as larger stature. One must protect themselves on the road, you know. Plus, I suppose. they had accosted me first. They're just superstitious folk these times. None, nothing more than to have fun with. I suppose we shall see what this firecracker has in store. Uh, but he, he gives you a grin as he uh, steps up. Uh, he puts down a generous amount of money on the table. 
as he uh, steps away towards the door, uh, striding as if he owned the place. He takes uh, out a large band of these uh, devices, uh, and uh, he lights a, a long fuse uh, as he opens up the door, and he gives everyone a, a large grin and says, Farewell, my good folk. The Grand Wizard Aragor will send his regards. Uh, and Wait a minute, the... is, is, he, is he aiming at the people? Yes. Would I have time to... Um... I don't think I could throw my shield, but throw it to, like, like he said, with knocking it kind of out of the way. Yeah, you could do that. Just make a, a dexterity check. I was like, I don't think I have a, a quarterstaff. I don't think I got one of those. Okay. Can, can I kind of estimate how much uh, coin is on the table? <laughs> <laughs> you would guess he put down about 25 coins on the table. Gold like, coins, gold too. Coins. Uh, I'm well, only a slide um, of hand check. That was a two for my dexterity check, so. <laughs> the, the shield kind of goes awry and like flies into the crowd. Oh no! Oh god. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, Yelbert, you're able to pick up the coins without anyone looking. Uh, the fright, the frightened right. bartender, uh, is kind of freaked out by everything. But uh, as the firecracker device goes off, uh. Everyone kind of gets sunspots in their eyes, like these bright lights, just massive bright lights, and uh, massive popping and banging sounds go off as the frying peasants are dispersed by uh, bright colors of, of red, orange, and green. Uh, and they flee the uh, entrance of the tavern as uh, Aragal lets out a, a mad laugh. By God, sir, what is the meaning of that? Was that really necessary? It's just all in fun, sir. Why did All you in just fun. throw it at people? Why couldn't you have aimed away? Well, it wouldn't have had the same effect, would it? No. They would have torn me to bits, you saw the mongrels. I am certain that a man of your stature, and I'm certain that the explosions would have caused them to flee sufficiently. It gives you a, a sort of a sheepish grin. He says, I must have have insulted you all, and I have meant not to. Is there something I can do to make it up to you? Yes, you can go and apologize to the, I guess, uh, what would be the leader of this of this town? I guess it would be the, the father. Well, I don't think I could do that myself, but perhaps I could give you some hospitality of my people. I don't really wish to ask for forgiveness from these folks. Best I leave now, as you see. Yes. I believe it is best you should. Well, I'm going to go pick up my shield. <laughs> okay. Luckily, I, I luckily the the the, uh, the firecrackers had had like kind of dispersed everyone, so the shield didn't really hit anyone. Oh, good. <laughs> that would have been kind of funny, though. Does everybody else know where the book is, or is that just me? The book. It, or not the book? Yeah, the book. The holy symbol of innocence. Am I the only one who knows it's not where a book, it is? But it is a a symbol, a uh, sort oh, of like a, a necklace, basically. Oh, it's uh, a necklace. Okay. I think only you know. Oh, okay. I was like, how come no one wants... Okay. Okay. Yeah, no one's brought it up. And you're like, huh, that's odd. <laughs> that's what I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was a little confused. <laughs> yes, I, I was like, I, I am here for my own means. I don't know what you're here for. I pull my, my friends aside and I say, I think we should consider his offer. Of what? Well, the hospitality. Um, there is a relic of sorts that I believe is 
in that realm. A holy woman. Indeed, that might help with the disease. What is it? Well, I know a little about it, but but not much. All I know is it's the reason why I'm here. I'm I'm here to seek it out. What is the artifact, my lady? Uh, the holy symbol of innocence. Uh, okay. Can I do a religion check on that? See if it if it. Uh... Everyone knows this icon. If you're part of the church, uh, a sort of legendary artifact. Uh, a pope who was uh, spreading the holy word in Poland, uh, struck down, murdered, and his icon of his innocence taken. Okay. It is said um, to be in an old castle in the region. The symbol of innocence. Yes. And with retrieving this would help stop the disease. How? I believe it is thought that the uh, that the symbol of innocence can purge sin from those around it mm. that would perhaps be some form of divinity that would well that this affliction seems to be of another world and we are unable to heal it at least in my uh dealings well then we must travel to i don't trust home. him I don't trust him, but I think it's my only chance. We do not need to trust him. We only need him to get us to the area. Do you have any more to go on besides what it is? It's supposed to be in a castle that belongs to the Order of the Silver Dragon, or used to. Uh, am I familiar with that at all, or is that still an ancient? You don't know about that. Okay. And I, I, could, I wouldn't be able to make a history check or anything like that. Or would it be religion? Uh, you could do a religion check. Okay. I'll do one, two. I'll do one, two. What the heck is with my rolls, man? All right, so I rolled a 13. A 13, a 10. And a 10. Uh, you guys don't really know much about them. Frida, you kind of know a little bit more. You know that it was a sort of crusading order. Uh, they used to uh, work in the east. Oh, okay. Crusading order. And they worked in the east? Yes. Okay. All I know is it could be very powerful against the undead. You mean abominations? Indeed. I don't think we should share this with him. Oh, no. <laughs> well. That we're looking for it and everything? No. Anything about it? No. Very well, Aragal. Uh, we shall take you up on this uh, hospitality you offer. Wonderful. I imagine you'll find my uh, companions much more to your liking. I do plan to become the leader of our caravan, though, as he uh, goes in and uh, starts walking through the, the rest of the village. It's just down the east road. Just a, an hour away, I do believe. I do not trust this man. Can I do an insight roll? Uh, what are you inciting for? Um, if by, if by, um, saying he wants to be the leader of our caravan, if he's going to try to lead us down an unrighteous path? Mm, lead you astray, you mean? Yes. I was like, I, yeah, I was like, uh, can I, can I make one or have I already blown mine? Yeah, go ahead and make, make an insight check on him. Okay, I was like, because I'm, I want to try to find something else. Um, I'll help. Well, I'm not going to be much help. <laughs> Let me roll the nine. 
Come on. Okay, I have not rolled ever since this. I have not rolled anything higher than a ten. In the last fifteen rolls. Jesus. Uh, okay. You don't think he'll lead you off the path or anything? Okay. I just rolled a. I don't think you need an insight check to understand that he's not very trustworthy, though. My mine was. I was trying to see if he was, um, like basically trying to lead us into a trap. Mm. Essentially. So That's I rolled a twenty-four, and he's not trustworthy, but he has ill intent for us. Uh, perhaps. I mean, really. Okay. He just doesn't seem like a good dude. <laughs> you guys yeah. the force? What are you guys doing to these people? Like, just <laughs> I'm gonna feel him out. I mean, the thing the thing is, you after what he's done to the peasants, I imagine you could put it together. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not a good guy. <laughs> he's a rabble rouser. <laughs> he flipped. He flipped. He flipped that cart. He, you know, did a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, I, I just, you know, and then, and then, and then, I mean, if we needed anything more, he just launched these fire, these fireworks right at these people. That's fair. I was just trying to see if we could get anything else, you know. I feel like, I mean, but he could also be doing that because he is just bored and wants to have fun. Maybe not necessarily trying to actively hurt mm. people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. But there's only so much insight you can really get out of just, you know, perceiving somebody. Are we gonna still follow him then, or? I mean, it's our have best bet. Thought differently. I think we need to. All right, you go ahead and follow Argol, uh down the main road here. Uh, but uh, you come upon a uh, a wheel of of really brightly colored wagons uh, of all sorts of bright paints uh, on these, uh, ranging anywhere from a, a bright pink to a dark purple, all all sorts of colors. Uh, the Ring of Wagons has a, a colorful uh, trail of smoke leading out of the center of it. And you can hear uh, music ushering from the inside of it. Um, wait, there is... I'm sorry, I, I, I missed part of that. There's music coming from where? Oh, from the inside of this Ring of Wagons. My people are always celebrating. Every day is a reason to celebrate, you understand. What are they celebrating today? Well... Well, why don't we find out? Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice and Consequences. Our theme song and outro is Firestone by Seth Baldwin. Be sure to check us out on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Dice and Podcast or email us at diceandconsequences at gmail.com. Be sure to follow, subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to it, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or here on YouTube. Attributions for sound effects can be found in the episode description. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode of Dice and Consequences. And remember, may the dice be ever in your favor.